In 2016, a new Arrowverse show premiered on CW. Featuring characters of the Flash and Arrow, it existed in their shadows quietly. However, it has since gained popularity and brought the three of us together to discuss the characters and their progression from season one. This week, damn, Rip Hunter! You make that evil lobotomy look good. Mick, X Washington, 10K, one shot, the Hosier lyric title. Let's spin the chore wheel and get a new ship for Nate this week! And, oh my god, they killed Sarah! Wait, nope, never mind. We're good. Definitely don't call us heroes. We are the legends of next week. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Legends of Next Week. I'm your host, Mary. I use she, her pronouns. I'm Eden. I use she, her pronouns. And I am Kate, also using those she, her pronouns. And we are joined by two very special guests today. So please go ahead and introduce yourselves to the program. I'm Nate, uh, he, him. I'm James, he, him. Welcome back. (laughs) Yes, it has been a while for me. I'm so glad to have you both back. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if I'll ever be able to one up the first time I was on here when I did Lazarus piss. <laughs> like, oh gosh! I feel like every time That's since good. we're just chasing that. Chasing I don't know. go chasing <laughs> Lazarus piss. <laughs> I promise I will not pass out this time. That was also <laughs> iconic. That was amazing! Oh my gosh! Hey, hey, <laughs> so good. Three so of our good. most iconic episodes. You're just like, I guys, I was just just had a snooze. It was great, <laughs> but I'm I'm so sorry. I felt so bad. I thought it was awesome. I loved it. I was like, great. yes. It's not as bad as like when I join a live with Tia and I watch a couple numbers go down. I'm like, well, probably because of me, but <laughs> oh no. The anti-hero era. Yes. I'm the problem here. Listeners of the pod, you'll know Nate from our infamous Lazarus Piss episode of Left Behind and our Magnificent Eight episode. And James, you were with us on the last refuge. Is that what it's called? The one with the the pilgrim. Yes. The one where I couldn't say Child Rip Hunter shanking a bitch. That (laughs) That was was the best. That was just doing (laughs) evil bitch things, you know? He did what he had to do. Again, he's the Kenzian Oliver Twist. Yeah, he's Dodger. Rip Hunter. He, he's Dodger. Look, I, I gotta yeah. advocate for the Pilgrim here. She was just doing some girl bossing. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you can yeah, girl like boss gate, too close. Cast like gatekeep child murder. <laughs> yeah, that's what girl boss means. Did you know that? <laughs> Good for her. Uh, so, yes, for listeners of the party, you may or may not know. Eden, Kate, and myself are your legend scholars. James is a legend scholar with us. Nate has seen about two episodes of Legends and have, this yes. one today. Excuse I've deliberately yes. kept myself in the dark. <laughs> That's he's seen three now. I've yeah. seen three since so, I first watched awesome. like the first season That's years why ago. It's always fun to have Nate on because he never has any pro <laughs> whatsoever on anything. So we are talking about. Season two, episode eleven this week, Turncoat. 
uh, the George Washington episode. And I, I would like to start just briefly with Nate, who's this is your third episode of Legends. I'd like to know your initial thoughts on this. Rip works better as a villain, and I enjoy that Jax would have been legally or morally justified in shooting him. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Amazing. I'm just silently reveling in everything that I just heard. Like pro rip and anti rip, and it just I think this episode's just gonna end up being pro rip forever. It's a battle of the stands. I know, but I feel like and... this is the episode where like everybody likes Rip because he's evil. I'm gonna say this. Sometimes evil is hot. Case in point, Rip Hunter, 100%. Darth Maul, when Percy Dorello is having his moments. Um, the show NBC Hannibal. <laughs> there we go. Eden, it's your example. Weirdly, never. Okay. Um, interview with the vampire. Let's that. Ooh. There you go. Ooh, that's good. I love this crew. This is such a good episode, too. We've been saying that the past three weeks, and we're going to keep saying it. The last half of season two, it's almost hit after hit after hit. It really is. Yeah, I thought it. this episode was called Traitor, and I, for- I forgot it was called Turncoat. I all Traitor. I always think that. Oh my gosh! Because they call Rip Trader. <laughs> is is this our Firestorm moment again? I think it's this, the, this is the Force Awakens moment. It's the, oh my say. goodness. <laughs> it's the we have the one brain cell together moment. <laughs> our, our minds have merged into one. Yeah, or just find us if we're ever in public, just you'll know because we'll put us burst into flames. <laughs> I will say I I would argue that the intro, the recap for this episode is possibly one of the best I for season two. I skip that. No, oh, I am not yes. allowed to know any context no. other than what happens in the episode itself. No, yes, like, true. Cool. Like That's at the awesome. end of it, at the end of recap, uh, Mick goes, "Who wrote this anyway?" Which always makes me giggle. <laughs> If you're playing the hydration game, you can take a sip here because you hear Dom's accent slip in the intro. <laughs> yeah. take, a, take a drink whenever Dom's accent slips. I love Dom. Here. Yes, very much so. Who writes so Nate- crap anyway? So Nate, I will give you some context for this episode now that you have none. I just want you to know um, previously... Um, Rip and George Lucas were being two bros in a hot tub making movies in the 1960s. And then George Lucas was so freaked out by the Legion of Doom being gay and evil that he decided to quit and become an insurance salesman. So we had to convince George Lucas to go back to school and then we threw him in the trash compactor. What? And then, no, okay, then the, the episode true. after that is just the Legion of Doom saying, no, I'm, I'm the dominant one in this relationship until eventually they they agree. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole episode. And we have a rip who doesn't know that he's rip. He says his name is Phil. Also, which just fills my heart with just joy. It's so good. Also, Legions of Doom is let's negotiate this polyamorous really. 
Yeah, that's most of the episode. And then you have Rip who says, no, my name is Phil and I'm an American film student. And he has an American accent for the whole up for two episodes. And then the last five minutes of that episode, they say, oh, good. We found the computer chip that has all of a Rip Hunter's memories. We can go and download those into his brain now. But we made a few little quirks. And so the last two minutes of that episode is Rip Hunter shooting Washington in the face. And then we went to commercial for next week. The fact that this podcast is an audio medium is really not (laughs) capturing the expressions I'm making in response to this information. Can I confirm Nate's soul left his body? (laughs) (laughs) I also... Uh can we, I also have to say, just, half of, uh, is, is this like surprise two truths and a lie and some of this is bullshit? No, this all happened, huh? Okay. No, the, the lie is that um, we just plug a flash drive into the back of Rip's neck and that's how we download his memories. Yeah, they don't really show us how they do it. No, but... well, again, yeah. gay vibes, they don't actually say they're gay, but... <laughs> but we know... <laughs> I don't know, given the, the how all the rest of this is going, I assume he just like swallows it whole like a, a snake and he downloads it out of his stomach. I don't know. Oh, it really looks, I don't know how they do this. I'm pretty sure pretty much it's like a tablet. That's what John Constantine would do. That is but that John is Rip. what John Constantine what would you do? It might be a tablet. Would, I don't would know. Swallow the, Rip Hunter's something. WJCD. What would John Constantine do? Can we be sad that they never met? Oh, I'm crushed. Oh, Oh, I'm crushed. They both have coats and they're sad. I would not be able to tell them apart on screen. (laughs) Yeah, you would. Yeah, you would. Because one of them has an awful dye job, which we love. You're right. One of them would film with uh, sort of an automatic revulsion. So much. Um, Nate, oh. you have expressed to us how you view Rip Hunter, what you compare him to. Why, why don't you share that for us again? Uh, I compare listeners. him to an, so a, a bad retail manager <laughs> who prevents the uh, the rest of the Legends team from forming that found family show by Crave because he's stuck in there uh, micromanaging them like a bastard. Am I allowed to swear on this? I can't remember. That's yeah, close enough. Fine. Just don't say and it was Target. He was a bad manager at Target. Yes, because that's where I worked at retail, and I hated my managers. Oh, and that was the vibe. Oh, he gave same me. man. Hey. Hey. And then- if you haven't worked at retail or the food service, good for you. And then we have James on the other side of the coin. The other end of the spectrum of Rip Hunterness. Where I look at things that he does and I go, you know, this is just how he is. <laughs> he's, 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 oh, it's like, oh, what did I say? There is a Legends tier list. I don't know if I ever shared it, but I was like, being a Rip Hunter fan is just like watching. He is baby girl, can confirm. <laughs> uh, it's like watching a kid get on the bike and you watch him go and you're like, oh, you're, you're doing so good. And then you just see them fall and skin their knees and you just like hurt inside. And then you're like, okay, well, they get back up and they do it again. And that's ripped because you're like, oh man, here's this growth. Like he's maybe going to let the legends, as you said, Nate, like build mm-hmm. a found family. And then he just has to turn around and do 
something half-assed and manipulative and somewhat self-serving. Um, and it's just, it's just like, he's so frustrating, but in like, just oh, in a way that I love, mm-hmm. just in a way that I love. I, I, I find Rip's micromanaging so fascinating because he wants the team to be successful, but he can't get past his, oh, what is the modus operandi? Like he can't break out of his uh, time master way of a way of doing things it is one of his several character flaws that he has <laughs> for sure so they're many. so good every time the- rip is punched my heart just increases in size <laughs> <laughs> i just will say like for me it's the fact that all the other legends rip will just put them in horrible situations and then he's like sarah here are the keys to my car you can drive my car <laughs> in season one. And it's just like, that's about the, that's the one who he's always just like begrudgingly like, yeah, I was bad. I Sarah did that. Sarah's the favorite child confirmed. Very true. I, I, let's go ahead and get started with this episode because there is a lot. This episode, not to be Stefan from SNL, this episode has, has everything. everything. <laughs> The first two minutes of this are absolutely <laughs> buck wild. So after now, Nate, you did not watch the recap. So when I did the not first watch the recap. So when the first line of this episode is Rip in colonial British Army garb, and he says George Washington is dead, and all the troops go hooray. What was your thought there? I didn't initially register that this, these were real redcoats. I thought he was like leading a reenactment for some mission. And then I remembered, no, this is early season legends. We're not allowed to have that sort of fun wackiness until the, the later ones. Until you watch this episode, I was like, oh, this is fun and wacky. <laughs> Rip looks very hot in this outfit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. He's got Which his is- red coat on. Had the wig. The fancy, the fancy old timey compression pants. He's like Norrington before he got all dirty and gross. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, before yeah, Norrington mm-hmm. got uh, wait, before, Nor- before, Norrington was kind of hot, messy too. Though. Yeah, but he doesn't get hot, messy until Dead Man's Chest. You were right. Very true. Oh, mm. I was just <laughs> we that movie. just everybody <laughs> on this podcast had to take a thirst break. <laughs> I actually, you know what? I'm straight, yet? and I'm just like, you know, I gotta think about that for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I just personally, I'm it a little bit in myself. <laughs> yeah, my question: I genuinely don't remember the names of any character in those movies, apart from uh, Jack Sparrow and Davy Jones. It's been so uh, long since I've watched Norrington them. Norrington is the English Wilton. guy that, like, was literally <laughs> the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Jean Valjean. He Will was the Carter. one that was going to no, marry. He's John Vare. Sorry, he's John Vare. He was going to marry Elizabeth Swan in the first movie. Oh, yeah. He was that guy. Her, I do Will- know because I can narrow her down by process of elimination. <laughs> yeah. the yes, there are no women. <laughs> there are no Will Turner was my childhood crush. Mm. Didn't like Real. Orlando Bloom at some point? I mean, who? Oh, yeah. Whoever knew time travel could would be such fun. Is something that Rip says when he's talking with Eobard, who's kind of like watching it all go down the sidelines. When he said that, like, 
Arthur just delivered that with such jovial, evil delight. But he but also I gives loved them, it. He also gives them AK for <laughs> Yeah, that was like, so funny. Like assault rifles. Like, Whoa! <laughs> you. So good. It's even better. I want to know how they know how to use those. I it's even better when you acknowledge the fact that like they're trying to destroy America. This episode like almost gets you with the like America <laughs> at the end. It really America. you can tell this is like some C a little bit of CW propaganda here. Patriotism. Well you can smell Yay. it. It's- <laughs> That's classic CW Americana. That and I love that they put Christmas music, like Hark Hear the Bells, I think it was, in the background while they're doing this. This is actually Christmas during the whole time that they're having the episode. So this is Christmas! But no, it was Hark, I think it was yeah, that's Carol the Bells. Yeah, Carol. Oh God, that that's slap. I love that was that going song, on the title card. And then they go to the Wave oh, Rider. I I'm gonna take the reins on this one, Kate. I'm taking it from you this time because Rip says I no longer have any lingering attachments to my team. Mm. It's very very dark Jedi of you. <laughs> this is yeah. this is your Dooku era. This is his Dooku. Era. Yeah, I. I will say up until how long? I don't know. I think we only made it about ten minutes. (laughs) Our our record is forty before we get to Star Wars. Our 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 worst record is obviously for the George Lucas one because you have to. (laughs) Nate, what were you saying? Oh, I was saying that up until your intro, when you talk about him getting some. Uh, I don't know, the time lobotomy or something. <laughs> I genuinely did not know anything unusual had happened. I thought he just like of his own free will and volition decided, yeah, I'm going to side with these guys. Because I, I mean, just, he would. No it, part it, of that seemed out of character to me. <laughs> he might have caught him on the right day. You know, he's like, you know what? You know, they're making maybe, some points. Maybe he just like they let the legion let him have a nice little nap. After they re-downloaded his brain, it's like, you know what? I like what these guys are saying. The Legion had a timeshare meeting. <laughs> Rip sat through it and ended up buying at the end. No. He oh signed up for the wait, Disneyland wait, tickets. Wait, wait, wait. Is the Legion of Doom just an MLM? I mean, well, in a way. <laughs> you've been working under the Time Masters, but what if I told you you could be your own boss? And... <laughs> And choose your own hours. Girl boss. Oh my god. Girl boss rip hunter. Yes. Baby girl, girl boss, rip hunter. Technically, he does become his own boss. He's a priest. That's true. Do it for yourself, girls. (laughs) He wanted to sell the hot yoga pants, so he became evil. And even if you're not a girl, you choose not to identify with any judgment. Very slice of life going on right here. I mean, because Jax is worried about Rip and he's vocal about that. And good. That really shows Jax's personality because that's who Jax is. He cares about his teammates. And I mean, it goes back to even in season one when he was talking about how how being with the Legends made him feel like he was part of a team again, like when he was playing football. 
except you know it's a group of adults with low impulse control traveling throughout time yeah fair and then we have ray who is annoyed with mick for like leaving crumbs and not cleaning i am mick in this scenario because let's be honest we're all mick in this scenario. ray likes things clean and there's rats in the wave rider Mick twists his arm to think otherwise, though. Mm. Literally. I I love that, though. He's like, I'm sorry, I will rethink this now. I remember later, Barad mentioned something about time raccoons. Mm. I'm wondering Mm. if these are time rats. How many time animals are there? I would like to know. Yeah, because in the time whatever how is there a how does a rat get on there well ray says you know wherever we parked a rat might have gotten on the ship and maybe it has the bubonic plague but then the rat but the rat would have been from george lucas error because they didn't stop off (laughs) no they stopped off to get lily though she also wasn't around the bubonic plague so i think they're fine okay yeah but do you think maybe there's like time purgle, maybe? Yes. <laughs> there's a time pet shop somewhere. Somewhere Nate has a uh, time llama or like an alpaca. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Just, that he just holds. Season eight, we go to the time pet store. Eden, you're a genius. This I- is where we would have gone. <laughs> I think it, I think I think James on, is on the right idea. I think it would be fantastic if they found out there was a time alpaca living in someone's room. Wait, wait, wait! <laughs> would this shop be anything like Little Shop of Horrors? Because this is what we need in season eight. I feel like the llama would be like an absolute. Um, it's the llama's just there, and they can't get rid of it. It just like goes back on the ship whenever they try to. <laughs> Get it off. Okay, now this reminds me of the llama from Zootopia. <laughs> That's and real. Like maybe at the end of the season, it's real. Like the llama is like, it's like, oh wait, this llama could wait. Make the llama like goose. Oh, I thought it was gonna turn into Rip at the end, or it's like Emperor's New Groove. Oh my god! Are you saying Rip Huncher would anamorph into a llama? I'm yes. saying that. Time is fluid. It's like cement. It takes time. And so stop. is Rip Hunter's sport, apparently. But if we had yeah, a time morphs reference, just gold, gold. gold. But our, whatever our time pet store on Legends, we would have to have had some person from either Supernatural or River Riverdale is the person in oh, charge God. of that store. Oh my God! It's Gabriel, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. I choose to believe this time store also has the most miserable version of a phoenix, which is just a parrot that goes from an egg into just an old, 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 old bird and then ages to dust and there's an egg in the dust and it just repeats this like every few minutes. I love it. It's John's right first pet, John Constantine's first pet. Perfect. <laughs> oh my okay, God. Um, writers, yeah, if fair. you're listening to this and we get season eight, so time pet job. Hey, we're free. <laughs> It could be freelance. Freelance writing for legends. I know he's out there. 
I mean, listen, we, I mean, we didn't, I mean, Rip Hunter could be anywhere for all we know. True. But it's the legends. We're not, I, we're not exactly, all due respect, we're not exactly the brightest bunch. <laughs> I, I know where Rip is, and he's in Salvation in 1874. Oof. Yeah, there that's where he is. He's with, mm-hmm, that's where he is. He could be in a place that's he's loved and appreciated, but I don't think fictional places can get you in the way of Ryder. (laughs) Well, we all know what he's not. At least he's not seeing this really bad start to uh, Amaya and Nate going. Oh, yeah. This is the chore wheel established. Chore wheel is one of my favorite things they ever added to Legends. I love that Ray makes us a chore wheel. (laughs) And we we go back to this wheel several times so at least we use it again nate and amaya in the galley and they're just like talking about stuff and i i I like the start of this conversation honestly because these are actually decent things like the chore wheel yeah that's something that happens but also they just getting used to living on a time ship and not knowing what day it is because maybe you jump to i maybe you're on a wednesday and then you jump to a saturday but then you go and jump back to tuesday that would mess with me Anyone else? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It feels... I probably get really confused about what day it was. Yeah, it's like a. I mean, a more... what day is it today? That's fair. Don't don't do this to me. <laughs> it's... It's Maybe, true, what day is it today? Wednesday. Good job. Yes. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Okay. Well, I mean, during like the beginning of COVID, the only thing that kept me on track was what day Sunday and Wednesday was because that's when Legends was on. <laughs> Yeah, that was true. I lost oh my gosh, yeah, track of time that. during COVID because it's just like but he also mentions that he doesn't like <laughs> camping, which um, Nate, did you which... learn did <laughs> you learn to like camping? Because you took your girlfriend Zari to camping. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I don't did you love learn to love camping? I have questions here, Nate. You have to answer those. Well, he and Ray go camping. Yeah. Oh, that's why he likes it. Oh, yeah. His okay. one true love <laughs> and him Thank went you. camping. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Come on. Steal at him. Let's go. That was, that, that's my preferred that's Nate That's baby. But- All these women <laughs> and Nate's just like, just all these, all these women and Nate and then Ray's like, I will trade my soul so that he can live. Although there that, was that, that was pretty romantic. Okay, but like there was some smattering during the last season of Gary and Nate, which I appreciated. Thank you. Oh, yeah. that that was, oh yeah. Did you and Gary hook up? I won't be mad. I, I just have a lot of questions. <laughs> so good. Apologies to our Nate in the call with us yeah, recording true. this podcast. We, who we is have got to differentiate it. them somehow. I I, you, I keep getting confused. I'm gonna, call, I a good, I'm gonna to. call it good Nate and show Nate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chad. Chad Nate. Can, can we? But listen, wait, wait. as someone who can we I, it's call weird, deal. I get it because whenever because whenever I hear people say, "Oh, I hate Kate," when talking about Batwoman, I was really confused. Like, what the hell did I do? <laughs> oh, I, like, oh i finally got a taste of that with stranger things hey. oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> there's no real character named eden ever but now there was and Argyle's like he's so hot i'm like this is so weird 
there's also this moment when Nate's uh, Amaya says, "Oh, you've got something on your face," and Nate says, "Oh, could could you get it off me?" I'm like, "You could not be more obvious, my guy." <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, but but, but like schoolboy. Okay, Nate a word. All right, we've established Nate's type is a woman that takes care of him. He has mm-hmm. a mommy complex. I say this by um. Ray falls into this too. I'm so sorry, our Nate, that we're not talking about you. No, don't. We haven't even made it past the first couple minutes of the episode. Like so. Great start. Great. I, I have to know because I'm I'm just one of Plato's little dudes sitting in a little cave looking at those little shadows. Uh, was there any buildup to this relationship in prior episodes? No. no. Well, not really. Yes. I mean, re- I, mean say, yes. I will okay. say yes. I okay, was... I think we got hint. It was hinted at in the um in the DC episode with Reagan. Yes, that was definitely where were that I maybe partially <laughs> kind of hinted in the George Lucas episode, but not entirely. Yeah, I, I, I feel like again with Legends, and I'll say this constantly. Their het relationships are not written very well, which is kind of funny to me. It's I, always funny, except for Nora and Ray was written very well. To and be I fair, do, I love like Hellstar. To be fair, wrong, but Hellstar, Hellstar, Hellstar oh. probably. Oh boy. We we saw that coming <laughs> because of that Romeo and Juliet that had good built up. But so I, think what, the... in my, I would say that that's the best written legends ship in my opinion but they're also my favorite so i have bias that's (laughs) right i appreciate it i will say to the point of the nata maya buildup the the only issue is that for the first part of this season most of amaya's scenes if she's with another person are with sarah or with mick and they don't put her with nate steel nate as much until the second half of this season with the george lucas episode and legion of doom and I also hate, like, again, once they end up dating, it's like Amaya has sort of doesn't have anything outside of Nate for a while. And it's, I hate that with a storyline. It's like, until Kawasa gets there. Yes, exactly. I like when it's, you're her own person. They did this with Kendra, too, where. It's Don't like, get me started on Donut. Yeah, I know. It's like your storyline <laughs> goes away once you start. But. That time break that caused them to kind of like fall together. What was so? What what was that caused by? It feels George like Washington being killed, right? Yes, Washington got murked. He um, also Sarah's like being respected. You you know what? <laughs> Sarah yes. is Sarah, Sarah's really smart, and she's like, "This is a trap." She knew exactly what this. Yep, she knew exactly what this was. <laughs> I know, Ekber. Sorry. Yes, I know. It's a trap. <laughs> and I love how Mick is so unbothered by all this and says Washington was a punk. He's on the $1 bill. Franklin, he gets to be on the $100 bill. He's cool. <laughs> Mick and Ben Franklin, that's kind of up there with Mick and Lord Byron. We should have seen that. We deserve to see Mick meeting Lord Byron. We deserve to see Mick. Listen, Mick and Hemingway, eh, all right. Mick and Lord Byron. That would have been elite. 
And, and they're yeah. really sad that Washington died because that means there's no Hamilton, which seems to be more important than like America being gone for some reason. Well, you can this this was in the Hamilton heyday. I know it was. You can smell the 2016 in this one. <laughs> oh yes. As Hamilton just came out, and um, I didn't see it until later, but I remember like how, yeah, that burnt through fire on everything with Hamilton. But yes, this whole episode is it, it must be nice to have Washington on your damn side. So, and I'm sad they didn't even like have that throwaway line in this episode if you're going to be mentioning Hamilton. I feel like they couldn't say that because that's a song title. I wonder if yeah. they couldn't get away with that. I yeah. think Lynn would have let them. I'm just saying. He wouldn't have cared. He doesn't watch the CW. He's like, why oh, is... Uh, in 2016, that, that 2017. Man, that man is money. gonna be Hermes. I mean, that after, man is gonna be Hermes. That is true. At the moment, I've only got objective evidence that five whole human beings watch the CW. I I don't know if... if uh, I don't know he's if anybody... I don't know if anybody watches the CW anymore. Well, Supernatural. Well, more people were watching the CW in 2017 because they still yeah, had Supernatural. Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my, my friends still watch. Still watch the Flash. Oh no, this is still like season. Is Riverdale out? This is 2017. This is Riverdale time. This is 2017. So, um, hang on. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're doing the yeah. math. Oh, we're doing math. this is before Riverdale. Mm. a simpler time when we were all at peace not have a continental how did we not have a continental congress episode that would have been interesting oh no the constitution got stolen by nicholas cage we need the legend (laughs) now that is an aberration (laughs) that would have been a great aberration no one brought up national treasure during this. I know. Saddest day oh. ever. Oh, God. No. National treasure, it's one of those movies that it's like cringy, but it's entertaining. It's earnest. I think it's better than the Da Vinci Code because yeah, it knows like, what it is. Yeah. yeah. But also, the Da Vinci, also, banging soundtracks on both of those. Yeah. Movies, also, Mick is literally not wrong about Washington because Washington is actually an asshole. And historically, an asshole. He took his teeth, that his teeth that everybody thinks is wooden from his uh, slaves, and um, apparently he was a huge drinker. So yeah, he- yep. It's like our buddy Ulysses. Mm-hmm. Oh, he didn't free his slaves until he died, and said, "Martha, you need to free the slaves." Yeah. So, how many presidents have we met so far on Legends? Is well, it counted uh, the presidents yet? This is presidents yet. Uh, uh, yeah, because we. I say meet, they count. Yeah, we didn't meet Reagan, so we met Ulysses. Thank God, met- honestly, thank God he didn't show um, up. Yeah, I know. Uh, so we've met so far Ulysses and uh, George Washington. Was there? Yeah, and then, we, and then we meet Dick. Yeah, put him in a box, and then <laughs> we and then we get JFK. Oh, we get Obama. We do. Oh, oh yeah, we had Obama. Obama yeah. Oh my God, the guy, the actor who played Obama was so freaking good. I want. I love. Every I once in a while, Obama saw that episode. I want to know. Did he see? I. Can you imagine? That's the question you ask. 
you you have one question to ask president you ask obama did you watch that legends episode about you we had the picture like heavily edited of sarah and ava sitting next to the obamas we had to at least get permission to do oh, that yeah. that's what i'm saying obama watched that episode of legends you cannot tell me anything different such a good episode um <laughs> So, but back to the episode. Um, yeah. I do enjoy, okay, we need to go break into George Washington's house because there's a party going on on Christmas Eve. And says, yeah, we're going to break into his house on Christmas. Like Santa. <laughs> Except for, I, like, other things. I had to laugh that, that um, Nick refers to Ray as a toy in a Christmas stocking. Yes. But, like, uh. Mick, you're going to be sneaking into the army. As He's private. a private. And Nate and Amaya, you're going to be a married couple. Somebody didn't think this through in 1770-something, but uh, yeah, okay. I find myself asking the question that Sarah very distinctly identified this as a trap. I don't know that I clocked anything they did to avoid the trap. They sort of just said, yeah, nope. this is a trap, and then walked into it. <laughs> That's the we, legend's way, we, baby. That's the American way. We, we go into the trap. We don't it's avoid essentially, the trap. I'm not saying it's like Anakin in the 501st, but it is Anakin in the 501st. You know it's crap, but you're okay, going Okay, this is anyway. like the rebels going into a trap because they have probably have and realizing... We know we're it's when they, it's this. when they were trying to rescue that one senator. Oh yeah, it turned out to Luminara. be a rat. No, oh, not Luminara. Well, they okay. They didn't know that was a trap. Nate trying to pull out the Kennedy accent killed me. I don't know if it's a he has a huge cross from freaking JFK. We all know this. He's, so when they when they get to this Christmas party, Sarah gives them all things to do. Firestorm is going to be on the ship in case there's any trouble. Ray's all shrunk down with Mick. Mick's going to talk to George Washington. And Nate and Amaya have to pose as newlyweds for the revolution. My, my favorite part is them like saddling up the sky and we're like, we support this. We're from Baffin. Yes, he puts his like jam. His like, Boston accent. He goes, wait, you're married? Things must be very different in Boston. Yeah, slight racism there. That casual <laughs> racism. Ugh. Yep. But again, we have to remember the time um, slavery. So yeah, that would not be happening. It, this is season two legends where we've established. They have the problem of we are addressing that racism happened, but we don't really say anything about it most um dishonorably in the confederate zombies episode but thankfully episode that shall not be named ever again the what (laughs) yeah you don't want to ever see this episode nate i'm like never like never 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 watch it ever that's how bad it is (laughs) i'm just saying to save yourself I'd say of our two seasons we've watched together as a pod, that's the worst one so far. Yeah, even Night of the Hawks, which is bad, is a little bit better than that one. Well, that one has snart. So, like, at least it still has something. It's it's that snart effect. 
I do love um, how Sarah ends up meeting Washington just by downing a cup of eggnog. And this is old-timey eggnog. That is pure oh, yeah. whiskey. That is just straight-up whiskey. We, again, like, yes, we have my to wife, remember. Martha's. Remember from our... Uh, Martha! Remember from our unknown history that um, George liked his alcohol. So, yeah. Yes. Where are you from? Where, which one of our 13 co- colonies do you hail from? I love that Sarah goes to the first one. Which, so I guess... Like, it's Delaware. Virginia, right? We know. That was Delaware. No, well, Delaware's technically, state. we it. got to Virginia first. I yeah, guess I Delaware. Virginia. What's the first? Well, Delaware's the first state, but I think they're just the first ones that signed I it. I didn't do well, my Jamestown, research. Sorry. Jamestown is in Vir- was in Virginia. Yeah, and that's where Washington's from. So that was a good one to pull from. <laughs> that felt very, you know, when Kara on Supergirl. It was um, she gets when she gets asked what planet, what planet are, you from? are you from this one <laughs> season one of supergirl was the best because of that stuff i also have to appreciate that george washington had his gun stuffed right down the middle of his pants <laughs> well where else are you gonna put it I was thinking about your side, but like straight down. I would recommend anywhere other than that. <laughs> that that's what I was thinking. It's like, bro. That's where a gentleman puts his gun. <laughs> I will happily not be a gentleman then. Um, because what I if have... it goes off? I'm just saying, what if it goes off? You don't want it there. Yeah, I'd rather have it pointed elsewhere. It's like the opposite of roast fear. I I do love how we ter- descend into total pandemonium because then the redcoats come in with machine guns with AKs, and wow. they're like, "Legends is such a then, good show." And then, like, literally, um, Sarah's like, "We're trying to save your life, Washington," and then she holds a knife to you. Are a most unusual woman. Yes, she is, George. Yes, she is. I, I, you know what I enjoy when, like, because it was with the Ulysses too, is like they just don't really like think. Hey, she's a woman, so she's literally nothing. And then she's like, oh, no, horse girl Ulysses S. Grant <laughs> was an icon. Prissy Prim George Washington is also an icon for different reasons. But it just makes me laugh because they like have no confidence in women and this women shows them women shows them differently like always good that shit don't get old but i think this is where we hear like the creepy christmas music going on again it starts going off again as rip um activates an emp that shorts it it exposes the wave rider it leaves rips rip ray stuck as stuck as a little teeny tiny um action figure a mixed gun is out so that's not good and then i shrunk the kids and he can't get out of it but (laughs) mick and mick and sarah taking george washington out and then out of the blue so it is important to know that while nate and amaya are at the party and the british are rolling in Nate goes, shall we dance? And <laughs> steals up 
takes a few bullets. Amaya uses her cool powers. It's a very fanficy dance move. I liked it. That was fun. That was fun. I like when Nate does fun stuff with his powers. That's all I had yeah. to say about that. I just felt it was important. <laughs> it's funny. It's like Chicago Way kind of when he was still out to take out the bullets and pulls out the bad Sean Connery accent. Or when he catches the bullet in his teeth. Mm-hmm. So Listen, that's that's the that's a lot. That's probably the most I've ever been attracted to Nate was when he caught the bullet in his teeth. That anyway. led to meow meow Nate. Mm-hmm. Oh my word! That was just Jersey Nate. Jersey Nate is also attractive. I Jersey don't know Nate. why. But yeah. Nate, it's just the absurdity of uh, escape from my timeline. Snake uh, <laughs> oh Piskin team. I love, I love escape from New York. Nate. How could I have forgotten? That's peak. That is, because that is. John is just like confused and is like. <laughs> Also, just into it, but like can't <laughs> say that he's into it because Zari is there, and then Zari's into it too. Their hell stars just having a crisis. Oh man, what could have been if uh, Legends wrote Holly stuff? That would have been amazing. The dream. Also, we never got a escape from episode, and I was so crushed. That like that been. is that is. I literally thought that Nate was gonna come back. Yeah. I think it would be Just a reminder <laughs> that every time you say his name, I think it's me. Yeah. Every time we say I Nate, mean, you just need an eye patch and a trench coat. I will make it one of those CW wigs. I yep. should have worn my Vandal Savage coat for this. I well, have anyway. my trench coat in my closet. Look, I'll do an escape from uh, version of me. I will not be a Jersey <laughs> version of me. I draw the line at that. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll be the dragonborn version of you man <laughs> what about an evil robot version of yourself that i would <laughs> actually I, I know nate your true form is the evil robot version of yourself <laughs> that's the all moment, you want the moment you offer me the evil robot option i'm already <laughs> like is, okay where, where do i plug in is, is this port do i just sort of like shove my head in there where, where's <laughs> where? the download <laughs> Where do I sign? How do I make this happen? <laughs> Pull my finger. Girl, so Imagine just Bender at this point. As a setting and like fire comes out of his Please. rear. <laughs> yes! But he it's like a Buzz it Lightyear. The voice, like... No, it's Bender. That's finger. it. It's Bender. Now in this case, I don't actually know which Nate you're talking about. This is the evil robot Nate that's established later. Nate. You guys, now, now, if we don't stop, if we don't stop this I, nuclear blast, all these people are going to live. One of my all-time we, favorite Nintendo performances ever. Get our Nate for that episode because that. Oh yeah, bad. you need to be here for. Listen, Nate's favorite thing. Our Nate on the pod, listeners and everyone here. His favorite trope is evil robots. It's they're very fun for me. <laughs> I'm going to make note of that. Yeah, we should get him for the evil robot episode then. I make note of that because I'm running the campaign right now and Nate's part of my campaign. So I got to see how close can I get to this. (laughs) So speaking of evil. (laughs) As... Uh, they're leaving. Mick has and Sarah are escorting Washington out of there. I enjoy that Mick calls him Georgie. 
That's Georgie very fun boy. for me. How very They're, good of him. Georgie boy. Georgie boy. They're leaving and off in the distance, lit up only by the moon, is Rip Hunter. Oh, yes. It's, it's just Sarah. the iconic, it's the like span of seconds from like something's off. Mick is like, I don't like this, literally. Mm-hmm. Hello, Sarah. Goodbye, Sarah. Like the moment uh, that was that was it. I was like, oh gosh, he's so he's like himself. My yes. favorite thing is like yeah. there's not much of a difference between evil Rip and, <laughs> and Rip as we know him. It's just like the Legion of Doom was like you're like sliver of like moral questions that like where you tell the line, like we're just gonna like take that away. And they so just like del- all the stuff you want to do, like this rip, it's would kill uh Perdigaton in season one. Oh yeah. yeah. Just gone. Get rid of the little mini Hitler. He, he would mm. he would he, just take to, him out. He would have Brody's idea just yeah, I mean, maybe it's because I wasn't there to see the episodes in which he displayed things like uh, a moral conscience and, uh, <laughs> uh, a, I guess, like positive personality traits. Those you were seemed out of character to me. It just seemed like him at all times. You saw him in his past flame romance. You did. But he also did leave the town for everyone to die. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's true. Look, yes, like look. this whole. Like I said, this whole time, I did not know there was anything unnatural about, like, his mind His mind had been <laughs> altered or anything like that. I thought this was just him genuinely making the choice that this was what he wanted to do now. It's just it's his like, good soldier, Sarah. He did choose, and that's what he wanted. It's like the Untitled Goose Game. It's like, it's a beautiful day, and you are a horrible time master. <laughs> yeah, that sums him up. Good soldier, Sarah. Oh. And then Sarah's on the ground, bleeding out. This was I devastating. First time watch. over. Yeah, yeah, and as Mick and Washington are taken away, they just leave Sarah bleeding out on the ground. And this trauma kind of like goes up. It's kind of reminiscent of her first death. Mm-hmm. You know what, Which, though? Oh my god, that was so brutal. Yeah. When, but you like, know what? The smack on the um, dumpster mm-hmm. always gets me. You know what, though? This also reminded me her bleeding out of Gideon bleeding out in season. Mm-hmm. Oh. And like, yeah. I was like, because you have the same, like, if you look scene by scene, as her bleeding out and then her being carried by Gary into the medical bay, then you have Nate carrying Sarah. Into, I'm like, there's some parallel there. I don't know what it is, but there is. Thank God for Jax, though. Yes. Yeah. And even as Sarah's bleeding out, she's still trying to be funny. She's like, uh, they say, Sarah, please don't die at us. She said, I died already. I wasn't a fan. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Been there, done that for her several times. It's kind of like, it's literally Kenny in South Park. Oh my God. Well, how many times has Sarah died thus far? She's died on Arrow. She came back. So bad. Is this technically Sarah's second? This is her second one. Yeah, this is her second death. Um, Then she dies several times after this. Yeah. She 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 dies several times in this episode. Yeah. She she dies this one again. He fades out of timeline. Um, 
she dies in an alternate timeline. Yes. And um, then she dies in season seven, and then they clone her. I mean, like... But before God. that, she died a lot. Yeah. Oh, no, after uh, that, she died a lot. In the take time a shot bar. every time Sarah yeah, Lance then, comes yeah, back then to she life. Ta- yeah, then she died multiple times in that. So, but in this episode, it literally I've was never like, laughed oh, at harder at anything in Legends <laughs> than her dying in the montage. Like, yeah, just, trying to no. save Archduke Franz Ferdinand and getting murked each time. You know it's what? It's just though, my it, favorite thing. It, it's crazy because, like, again, it feels very South Parkish after that with how they kept on killing Kenny after a while. Sarah, how many times? See how many times we can do this and be like, well, she's not gonna die, so you go. Oh, she had a zombie episode too. Yep. That's right. Oh right. not where my brain not where my brain focuses on the zombie episode, obviously. Oh no, obviously. No, no, yeah, no, our, our focus Look, is elsewhere than what zombie happens episode. in that episode. No, Nothing. A lot. There's two zombie so episodes, much. literally. There's two zombie episodes. Oh, There's right. Two... I was thinking the bad zombie episode. No, no, the, bad the good zombie, zombie episode. The good one. Literally... I am legends. That is like, a like, good look, one. Okay, here. Here's a summary of bad zombie episodes. It's literally um, Civil War with zombies. Um, it's it's a mix. It's a mix of... We're going to make, we're going to have a bunch of Confederate zombies. And then they imply that the Confederacy wins the Civil War because of zombies, which I don't understand. But second, um, then why don't we have our only two characters of color in mortal peril Hmm. on a plantation? Not Hmm. great. Yeah, that, that was like, we didn't think this through. At least on I Am Legends. Uh, it was very sad, but Hellstar was there. But, you know, but it's a good I episode. Also, also, sad. Make, I was elated. Yeah, yeah. Kitty, make hit, make hit a zombie with the bus. I couldn't be happier. I, I enjoy I Am Legends. It's a good That's episode. Good. It's, it's Astra's there. Gary and Astra. Wait, wait. Yeah. Oh my god, yes! You have Gary and Astra. So, speaking oh of sadness. Mm-hmm. Speaking of sadness. Yeah, yeah, so Sarah's we're back on the ship. Firestorm can't merge. Damn it, Jax, I'm a physicist, ship. not a doctor. Uh, my favorite Star Trek reference. Thank you, guys. You also give me the, the Treasure Planet vibes there. Yes. yes. I That's a like, good movie. And before Sarah passes out, before Sarah passes out, she says, Jax, you're in charge. It's valid. I would put Jackson charge too. I love yeah. that the Bad Batch was my gateway to watching Treasure Planet. That's I love awesome. Treasure Planet. It's like one of the most unknown Disney films that are good. It's a great Look movie. Up there with the go, Black After this episode, go stream Treasure Planet right now. Again, it's like it's like the watch it again. It's like the back black cauldron nobody talks about. So good. Good cast too. Also, Emma Thompson plays literally one of the best damn female characters ever. Yes. An icon. Also, yeah. Martin Short, because icon. icon. The music yeah. in that movie is nuts. Yes! Oh, it's yeah. nuts. It's that era of Disney where it went so hard for no reason. <laughs> like <laughs> that? You, you know what? Atlantis. 
you know what hard Tarzan goofy movie like, so like that's, a like jo- that's a kind of a movie. joke but it does go hard for no reason <laughs> I've never, I've never seen a goofy movie ignorantly good now, like, yeah uh, Phil Collins literally wrote that whole entire soundtrack for Tarzan it's so damn good I, the skating intro in the goofy movie <laughs> insane Eek. Peak peak era of my childhood. Maybe we should do sure. a Disney podcast one day. We need to do oh, a special episode of all the legends pop culture references. Oh my goodness! See, we'll do a seven. We'll do a seven episode mini series. Getting back to the episode, so Firestorm can't merge, which may, which had me going what for a second. For oh wait, the Quantum Splicer, which is which I guess um, because they were not. Because the original merge was Ronnie and Stein, I guess the quantum splicer doesn't work for Jackson. Uh-huh. The quantum splicer makes Jackson sign. They're able to fuse, but without it, I guess they can't. Um, they don't explain it ever. I feel like they don't. I would assume it. the EMP affected it, but yeah, we know the EMP affected like the easy splice. out explanation. I'm, I mean, it turned off. Ri- like the the fire gun. I don't know <laughs> what's in there you can turn off with an EMP. Yeah, I, I don't know, but it's it's like fire. It's just co- plot convenience because I mean, fire is it's, it's, too. It's time. literally the MacGuffin of this episode. We're gonna just explain the thing, and we're just not. Gonna I don't know. Maybe Jax wasn't destined to be Martin's partner or something. I don't freaking know. I don't. No, I reject no, that. I, uh, I reject that theory, I'm ju- man. I, I'm, I'm just. I'm spouting crap. You no, know no. But I'm mm-hmm. saying that they never did explain the science behind the whole Jax. I think it does a little bit in the flash, but after that, they wanted know, to so. set it up for Legends when they had that the new Firestorm episode. So we have the one joke of Jack saying, "We got to go save Rip and Rory." And so, oh, Stein says that we have to go save Rip. Jack that says, "And Rory." That was implied. So then that we find implied. Nate and Amaya. We're using lanterns on the Wave Rider like it's a Christmas Carol. Kind of love that though. <laughs> Farley, not so so. But you know. they have to go save Washington and Rory. That was and Christmas. <laughs> but like they make the same joke though, because he's like, we have to save Washington and Rory. That was implied with Nate and Amaya too. We did forget Sarah's snappy send off this episode. Let's go save America. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> America. Oh, we see. Nick and Washington are being led away. This is. Um, this I'm is gonna me. kill that skinny little Englishman. Yes. yes. Which Blame one, Mick? Which one? <laughs> Take your pick, he man. You got all around. He did not like John either, so he had no. something against men in, in general. In fairness, John wasn't exactly the most pleasant roommate to begin with when we saw that montage. <laughs> I like, always loved him calling him Weasel. Weasel. So Dom and Matt's dynamic is so good. It was great. <sighs> but Amaya, I love that Nate's like, oh, are you using like your animal powers to track them? And Amaya's like, no, I'm just following Rory's trash. <laughs> so, so good. Like that was Nick, a great line. Nick, Nick brings snacks everywhere he goes, and that's very valid because he might have low blood sugar who knows 
Uh, Mick Rory causes global warming. How do we feel about that? Or or or, oh. or like <laughs> he's just leaving trash everywhere, and he's just affecting the earth throughout history. You know this that's a true. very Mick thing. <laughs> he would. It's a bad thing, but I also know Mick would be proud of it. Yeah, I'm, yes. I'm not. I'm not surprised because if someone told me that he caused global warming, I wouldn't suspect it was from like littering so much as I thought it was him deliberately setting the ice caps on fire. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I gotta wonder: is like, is anyone picking up his trash? Because imagine how much you're gonna screw with the archaeologists. That's not biodegradable. We didn't get the answers to all these how questions you- and more. How do you carbon date a Milky Way wrapper <laughs> when it's found in 1776? Well, you know, maybe. So, maybe it got covered by the leaves, so it was never found. I don't know. Well, I mean, what if someone eventually finds... I they don't know, do. I just... That's what they use in the first season of Loki to find Sylvie oh, in the first oh place. Oh my gosh, yes, and... you're right, the gum! And I gotta say, I hated it. <laughs> um, Mick and Sylvie are the same. How do you feel now, Mary? Um, it's better because they're not actual siblings. So it's not weird when they kiss. Fair point. The Mick Washington uh, OTP, as we'll call them. Um, uh, what's their ship Ro- name? Roarington. Roarington. Yeah, yeah, you know Big what? Big fan. Um, there are a couple fix that are really freaking fantastic, actually, on AO3. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. But I love Mick dissing Washington, and Washington says, I am a gentleman. I will be treated as such. And Mick goes, that's why you're on the $1 bill. I bet you 100 we're going to die. I, I love, I, I bet 100 years. I bet 100 years. Mick just casually telling him things of like historical <laughs> significance and it isn't dealt with like <laughs> nope. what do you mean a hundred me's don't worry do about you, it is there a Rebecca Silver book about Washington a hundred percent there is yeah oh but he God. never published it because it's about one of his true loves this is true he's, oh. he's, he's not going to share it's too private See, this is why why we deserve His first work was about George Washington, and he never published it because it was too personal. It was on his live journal. Wait, so he- That's where the traps come from. Wait, wait. He also has one about snark that was never published, too, that means. Oh, my God. I raise you Hemingway. Hemingway also has one. Yes, Hemingway also (laughs) Oh, Nate. Sarah Lance is sleeping with historical figures. McRory is writing erotic novels about them. Yeah. You know. yep. <laughs> Mick, you should. Mick. <laughs> Man. <laughs> you should know that Mick and um, he's a, an erotic novelist as well. You don't know that, that yet, but that's what he's doing. Like three boobs novelist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good for him. Not gonna lie, the first time I, the first time I saw Grima, Grima, I was like, oh my god, she's hot. <laughs> that was the idea. <laughs> Excellent. Well, he got his Grima sort of at the end, so it, it, he has tentacles. 
got what he wanted. Oh my god! I don't want to talk about Kayla right now. At, at not, the cost of what? I know, I know, I know. It's, I know. I don't want to talk about say, Kayla either. Let's save her. that for the future. But um, Nate and I are tracking, and Nate brings up, "It's like we are not in Kansas anymore." And I was like, "Oh, I get that one." Mm-hmm. Which, which honestly. I like so that because that was the reference. Like she got, she's like, "This is the Wizard of Oz." He literally Doesn't was. She Captain swat him on the shoulder yeah. when she says that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I love. Honestly, that. Honestly, that was like her Captain America moment. I that reference. It was. Her... Amaya is Captain America, but better. <laughs> she, well, okay. Correction. Amaya is Steve Rogers. Yes. Because better. we have to say that, like Sam, Captain America's boss. Yes. Yeah. And Nate tries to say, oh, yeah, I couldn't finish Wizard of Oz because the monkeys scared me a lot. And Amaya says, yeah, the guy, I went to go see it with this guy, Bobby, and I never saw the end of Wizard of Oz. And he said, yeah, flying monkeys. She said, no, Hitler invaded Poland and I had to go to the JSA. And And then a litter of a line. This is the one time I will agree with Nate forever. Hitler ruins everything. Yes, Nate. (laughs) Yes, he does. That's correct. That, that was a good little exchange. And then, okay, sorry. So then Nate and Amaya are still talking about dating in modern world. And, and he mansplains. He mansplains okay. feminism. Okay, Nate starts to explain what Tinder is and about how going to the, I'm sorry, I, I love Nate dearly. I don't want to go to the movies with Nate. Nate talks during movies. <laughs> He's oh, like, yeah. did did you understand this part? Like, yeah, it's on the screen. I get oh. it. You're talking you're talking about show Nate, not our show Nate. Nate. Not yes. the Nate here, because I took Nate to you... see Nope, and we were both just godsmacked also, also, for I two like, and a half hours. Also, I feel like if you go to see Indiana Jones with him, he will explain everything that is wrong with all the archaeology knowledge ever. So no. Nate that I would enjoy. In- Nate only rides the Indiana Jones ride at Disney. Yeah, so he explains Tinder. Which is yeah, she fun. says, oh, you're using a telephone to find a wife? And Nate says, oh, it's not like a wife. You know, in the late 60s movement in America, there was the female sexual revolution, which led to more casual dating. It's like, please don't mansplain second wave feminism. You <laughs> will buy it. I'm sorry. I know they're going to hook up in this episode and I do support it. Nothing is less attractive than Nate, um, our steel Nate, explaining feminism. I I love Nate's explaining, but that one is, I'm indifferent on that one. I like that you call but it I do Nate love a good Nate explaining moment. It is a good, I do like good Nate explaining because then he starts to Nate explain the people attacking them, which is, Nate, are the I'm Hessians. I'm so sorry. Nate, this is going to be really uncomfortable for yes. you, considering what just Nate does in this episode. Yeah. He's like, wait, is it about me? No. Okay. <laughs> is it me? Nate. Am I the problem? You've, <laughs> you've already the... pointed Nate explaining. <laughs> you know what, though? Every time, the problem for me is every time they mention uh, Hessians, I keep on thinking Christopher Walken from Sleepy Hollow. I'm sorry. Yes. You know, that would have been really interesting, though, Christopher Walken. <laughs> They just would have had Nick Zano do a Christopher Walken impression. Yeah, 
I don't know if he can do one, but they would tell him to do it. He'll he'll try. But it's funny they get attacked. I honestly wasn't paying attention whether they killed those guys or not. I think they did. But Nate literally goes over in steel form into the drink, which is probably which is probably a good thing it was in steel form. Otherwise, he would not have survived. I love she activates steel power to save him. Great. <laughs> Anytime we use Amaya's powers, I'm smiling. They're so cool. Yeah. I do have questions. Why does the steel why is he still suffering through with hypothermia? I feel like the steel because metal because metal gets cold. Yeah, at a certain temperature. (laughs) Yeah. Did they establish like how how deep the the metal transformation yeah. we, goes. Oh, we have discussed this in depth. Oh, maybe a little, it maybe a little. Wait, wait. The steel <laughs> is literally the Eminem so, candy coating. All the way down? No, no, because we proved in like season seven is literally the M- oh, Eminem uh, candy coat. Candy coat. It's true. So he is still meat on the inside? Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. And it's also important, Nate is a, um, Steel Nate is a hemophiliac. So if he gets one cut, he's gonna die. No, he's not, because he was pure, because they never talked about it ever again. They they never talked about it They didn't really talk about it, like, when he got freaking stabbed with the sword. Or, like... Which Until season lot, seven. It, which leaves a lot of, if he doesn't have his steel powers, does he become a hemophiliac again? Another question we will never get answered. Yeah. A lot of, there was definitely, I think there was a right inconsistency there with that. But, um, welcome to one, Legends. Wait, wait, no. They mentioned it one other time when they said, oh, my mother's doing this gala for hemophilia. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, if you were, I mean, essentially, if you were to go out, if you were to go outside, I mean, essentially, he's still wearing soaking wet clothes. Yeah. In winter. Yeah. That's not going to help you. And also, they're in, um, what, Virginia? Yes. No, they're crossing the Delaware. Oh, that's right. They are crossing the Delaware. Delaware. It gets cold there. It does get cold there. It's the East Coast. Well, it's not as bad as, like... It is Christmas. Now, this so is... This is but, but, like, but like um, I have to say, um, Nate looks good in this scene. Now, listen. With his crop, the... he looks fine. The one thing the CW knows how to do is male eye candy. Especially the Arrowverse. Mm-hmm. Every episode of the Arrowverse has got to have a man with his shirt off doing something. Th- this is you why say we should have had... Early should have had the sound sounding letter um, in the wave rider. Just we, we could have saw everybody do it. <laughs> we could only afford one salmon ladder. It's on air. I, I have a, I inquiring minds who want to know which um, of the Arabers, how much time did Stephen Amell spend on screen without a shirt? So much, so much. time. So much time. Yeah, I mean it was his I show. Mean, like literally, so. they didn't even do <laughs> that. Was. They didn't do it with the Flash. They only did it like with Stephen Amell. I didn't really do it with like Jensen as much as they did it with Stephen Amell. That man spent most of the first season of Era without a shirt. 
Yes. Yep. I'm sure he did other exercises too. All I can think of is the salmon ladder. No, and no, they literally that was just everyone that's, remembers. That's all they did. And I, sometimes, even though you watch with Felicity and you're like, mm-hmm, I'll just watch this all day. That could have been the series and we would have watched it. My brain is filling in the empty spaces in my memories of Arrowverts or Arrow, whatever it is, just with like at least yeah. one salmon ladder scene per episode. Probably multiple. Yeah. Isn't Ray doing it? And then he starts making out with Felicity. And doesn't she have her shirt off for some reason? Yeah. I think the first yeah, I remember Ray had a Ray had a salmon ladder (laughs) in his freaking office. I think Sarah did it at one point too. Yeah, Sarah did it. That was an important scene. That That was was a very important scene. Again, I thought Ray and Arrow was gonna turn out to be like the biggest D-bag. Ever. I thought he was gonna like go dark. Like I was full on it. Okay, okay, but like we we literally missed out on like them making Matt Ryan do the sound. I don't think Constantine could do it. John wouldn't want to. He would stop the whole thing. He's just there to to watch watch. Ray do it. Yeah. Yes. John's like, yeah, can we have a contest here? Gary would be watching too. We saw that, listen, we saw that episode where Ray, uh, Nate is holding naked Ray in his arms, and Gary is just like, hmm, hmm. valid. You ever think it's wild that um, <laughs> the reason Sarah knows John is through Oliver, because Oliver and John met on the damn island? What I'm happened? so sorry. Okay. I think Everybody I just, is I think, always I think connected. I, just, I think I just like yeah, and you is everywhere. James John, soul out of his body. John, John I want to know what happened on the island. Did they have a salmon ladder? That it, I need to know. It's just two trees that were growing really close together <laughs> and they cut a couple holes <laughs> and that's yep. how he did. Yep, yep. <laughs> that's how John was like, yep, I'm going to help Nature's that guy. Salmon thought, ladder. I'm going to help him. Speaking this of so cringy, let's keep sexy, going. <laughs> um, this fanfic ass scene, which is full on Nate laying down in this tent, and Amaya is going, "You're in hypothermia. You need skin to skin contact." Where did like, this tent come from? <laughs> the Hessians, the the Hessians were setting up camp. Yeah, but there there was only one tent. <laughs> Only Space. one tent and a whole legion of Hessians. And a whole lot of furs inside. Also, his also is also I was I don't know why I noticed, but like his face is like right in her boobs. Like, you know what? Oh I yeah. You find that they found all this. They had a fire. This yeah. is this is also the first time she called him Nathaniel, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she always called him Nathaniel instead of Nate, which is interesting. Like after this, like this was really consistent. She called him Nathaniel. Like yes. she was trying to put that boundary between them of she because you know, we like to, she doesn't approve of fraternization. Yeah, yeah. We have to it's remember like she, she kept on saying, like, yeah. I have a lot to say when we get there. <laughs> yeah, but she she with the, also Rex, she was like, We were not gonna date until we were gone from the JSA. So yeah. I had a brain fart line in the sand. I had a brain fart and thought of the wrong Rex for a second. I'm so sorry. Well, listen, Captain Rex is asexual because we've claimed him for our side. 
We did. I'm so sorry. I just had a massive brain fart. I'm like, wait, what kind of crossover? Oh, oh. <laughs> kind of crossovers. Um, and Nate does say this isn't how I pictured getting you naked, which. Hmm. Seriously, I, th- uh, this is why I he love is it. delirious, but yes. also also uh, cringy. Very the line. It's warm by the fire. It's warmer in the tent. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a little bit later because uh, after this hypothermia scene, we have Stein going. I avoided medical school while he's yes. trying to save Sarah and. Tiny Ray and Jax are trying to home alone the Wave Rider. We didn't mention this. Outside, Rip, Evil Rip Hunter and the British are battering ramming the outside of the, the Wave British Rider. are coming. <laughs> yes, they are coming. And and Jax literally is Kevin in this whole entire episode. It also gave me a little bit of a Die Hard vibe. Oh, yeah. I know. Not, this is Die Hard. It's Christmas. It's a Die Hard episode. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like Jack is like knows we have to remember he knows every inch of the wave rider, so he knows how to avoid Rip Hunter. Which which when you think about it, um, because Sarah was the one who said Jack, hey, you're going to be in charge for now while I'm out. That's a really smart move because she knows that Jacks Jacks knows the ship even better than she does. Mm-hmm. Like Jack y- was y- the- yes. Yeah, Jax was the one who found that one secret room. So yeah, he's got he knows things that she doesn't even know about. Which it's interesting because we have to think that like at some point Jax told all that information to Bard. Like it, somehow he had to. Jax ex Barad, not enough of it out there. I like anyway. what we could have had, what we could have had, but yeah, he's like setting up all these traps, and we all know what Rip Hunter's after, which is the piece of the sphere of destiny. Speaking of which, can I just can we can I comment on something? Because with the traps being set up, um, um, we also flash to the camp where Mick and George arrive at the British camp, mm-hmm. and um. The British general is bragging about his new colonel. One might say he is ahead of his time. I love; they're so cheesy, but I love those jokes. Are they implying Cornwallis knows about time travel? Did Aobard Thon tell Cornwallis? Oh, Aobard Thon squealed like a pig. Also, you feel the tension between George and Mick during this whole. <laughs> our damn episode and he's uh cornwallis says give them both a warm meal he'll be hanged tomorrow (laughs) oh yes and george advocates for mick he's like this man has done nothing wrong let him go okay fine let him go with the news of your death great line but mick decides to stay because he's in love Yes, and interspersed with this, uh, Rip and his British guys have broken the door down. And uh, Rip delivers the line of, it's good to be home. And you mentioned Die Hard. Oh. This feels very Alan Rickman-y. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, Die Hard. I love Alan Rickman. Many times. I, 
I'll touch when we get to the thing I got to say when we get back to Mick and George I'll touch on something again but yeah they're going he, but I like that they're going around that Rips was going around with he does soldiers. his evil hair flip oh yeah Removes Jax is gone for mm. uh-huh. oh jeez um <laughs> I'm good this is a great uh, episode guys it's got everything this episode has everything Hamilton fan jokes, fiction. A Kennedy accent. Casual racism. <laughs> New York's hottest club is the British are coming. <laughs> Jax is going for the weapon storage because he's smart like that. And he's taunting Rip the whole way through. It's this nice little back and forth they have going. It's a little cat and mouse-ish. Except there's a plethora of traps. Rip has a torch with him. And this is directed by the same uh, woman who directed the River of Time episode. Ooh. The Vandal Savage, Ooh, Animal yes. Lecter era episode. Uh, this is so well done. It I is. love this episode. This is a good, it's well directed. And then like he goes into the library at one point and that's like when it Jack disappears and goes somewhere else. Uh, sadly then we have to flash back to nate and amaya because the line of oh is my is my this was so awkward i had forgotten this exchange happened yep because nate says is my underwear out there and she comes back you weren't wearing any and then just peeks and then he peeks under the covers is like okay we're doing that and we definitely have to say show nate because now nate's like okay i'm done and then he says, um, just so you know, it was really cold. So if you saw anything, it was definitely not. <laughs> what, um, that chestnut, chestnut floral. <laughs> oh, yep. <laughs> that was a real episode. Uh, sorry. Well done. I'm sorry, our Nate. We're going to refer to Steel Nate for the rest of this scene. Because this got- scene is going to be really uncomfortable. <laughs> so much of... <laughs> the conversations about the show Nate this he sticks around doesn't he like he's here even in the my dude he's gonna be here the rest of the seasons Uh, (laughs) I'm so sorry but he gets better he's he's you have to be here when he's his evil robot version of himself Every guest episode. You I'm gotta on. be here when he gives his life for But but not every man. not every episode is um filled with total Nate. That's what I'm saying. It's not like always about him, so but after Mick and Amaya we go back to You hold on, we gotta cut. You said Mick and Amaya. And I Oh my god, Nate Amaya's that was a Freudian slip. Oh boy. <laughs> that was no, that was speaking the truth from that the heart. Was speaking they belong the truth. together. Um they do. I do. Again, was... the only reason it didn't happen it was because Dom said I'm yeah, too old yeah. for her. And he was right. He <laughs> was correct. That's, I am so really sorry. Cool. I didn't uh, know that. Yeah. That's a that's, um, wow. Huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm like, whoa, 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 wait. Dominic Purcell, philosophical thinking about like he does but like it's that thing when like mick is like fiddler on the fiddler on the roof thing you're like hold on like underneath this gruff exterior it's it's the show it's it's the show in real life like interconnecting yes i literally just put my hands together for the listeners 
Perfect. <laughs> my fingers as I said that. And look, look, Mick is literally just Dom. That's when it is. Yeah. Where was I? Okay. So, Steel Nate. Steel Nate. Steel, and... Sorry, Steel Nate and Maya. I'm so sorry. Um, they are. Um, Bow wow, chicka wow, wow, wow. A kiss they're, would seem old fashioned. They're, um, they're I love that line. It's so cross- stupid, but I love <laughs> it. <laughs> They're crossing each other's Delawares. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, they're having a little Thank moment you, of friends with benefits. I'm so sorry, James. <sighs> Let's get it on. I no, bet you're wishing awesome. I was asleep. I bet you're all wishing I was asleep again right now. No, I'm, no. I'm loving every second. No, that was the best so, analogy ever, oh. Kate. All right, well, someone else, well, aside, well, someone else aside from the British is coming. Um, <laughs> I'm going to stop now. No, oh, I'm, loving, I'm loving your double entendres at this point. So, you know what? Keep on well, going. well, okay, well, after the Continental Congress is meeting. <laughs> that's my last one i promise i love it well someone's getting the john hancock <laughs> <laughs> better go with the summary <laughs> um jo- hey hey uh george is admitting that he would rather die as a gentleman and that kind of sets mick off because Something I noticed again is this, it kind of calls back to earlier episodes, especially when we were watching the um, um, Outlaw Country one, when Nick was, um, he didn't, he was very hesitant to leave the cave, like he was caught up in himself, and um, I kind of feel like this is like him also like accepting, okay, end of the line, but George kind of pulled him out of it. When he saw George just like going down easy, like, okay, I admit it. This is it. This is the end of me. Mick's like, uh, no, 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 no. I'm not delivering this letter to your wife, okay? You need to know what it means to be a freaking American. How do you not have patriotic music in the back of this? I do not know because oh, like, you should have been having like glory. America. America. <laughs> oh, this is like when you this. start feeling the patriotism. Like, like, a production. Like, that was like America, he literally was like Americans never, never give up. They like will literally steal, uh, lie, and cheat to get where they want to be. Which again, yes, is true. We're outcasts. Like you cannot be a gentleman because being American does not mean that. Again, true. If they start shooting at you, you start shooting at them from the trees. <laughs> I, I you, do, uh, you double cross them. You do everything you can. Not die. Proof Mick listened in history class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and like again, the only disappointment is you don't hear like any kind of like American patriotism theme. <laughs> That's even I do, but it's the very. In it's my head, real- I hear the Star Spangled Banner. So.
You know, yeah. it would have really been funny if you heard the tune to Hamilton somewhere in the background, but I know they couldn't afford it. Wow. What's your name, man? What's your name, man? We Nick can't Hamilton. afford anything on. Le- we can't afford a wig on Legends. We can't afford we, the license. We Hamilton. can afford the Dixie cover. Oh, but can we? Yeah, say, but no one wanted it. That's can, royalty can, free at can, this point. Can we just say that? Um, the British wig on Rip was ten times better than any wig on Legends or Supernatural. So there's that. Arthur brought the wig with him. He probably yes. did. I just happened to Everyone have this say wig thank you, Arthur. I just happened to have Arthur. this wig in my trunk. I don't know why, but I do. I mean, I I believe it. If you listen it from the BBC, even better. Yeah. Mick, Mick, Mick is like the best of pep talks in this. He's, He's like, so good. Like, look, George, never give up, never surrender. We I cut was... quickly back to the Wave Rider, and this I ha- I have to go back. This is like I think a scene before this, but it's one of my favorite Jack's lines, and I can't miss it. Rip is stalking him around the ship. He says, I'm going to find you, Jax. And Jax goes, you couldn't find your own ass with both hands and a flashlight? <laughs> Love that. Jax is the best character. And says yeah. that you're just Thawne's errand boy. Yes. But Rip drops the bombshell of, if you give me the spear piece, your father can be alive. Which, again, when we see season one, he really tried to talk to his dad so his dad wouldn't die and his dad went anyway so that that was like that is the best character dangle for jack is his dad Mm -hmm. that was definitely it was definitely that that strikes that strikes a chord in you like crap like what is definitely it's definitely the emperor dangling the dark side in front of like you I'm sorry. Do, I'm sorry. Are we now saying Rip is Palpatine? He's in his Sheev era. He is. He's in the Sheev. <laughs> He's in his Sheev era. <laughs> Sheev Hunter. Sheev Hunter. I like it. Yeah, I can see it. Jonas like Sheev Hunter. <laughs> oh, Jonas Sheev Hunter. Your name for two of the. No, I can't. I, I can't. I can't. Yeah, I'm the only man I ever loved, and also my favorite Star Wars character. <laughs> <laughs> I really look up to him for being just sort of a British jerk. <laughs> yes. Like my father before me. That <laughs> <laughs> was my. I had thought at the end of season seven, I thought a new booster was going to turn up. I thought we'd see Jonas. I don't know how, but I thought some sort of tiny whiny I- nonsense. All, Jonas Hunter was going to show. All the legends run. I was rooting for Jonas to come back somehow as just like so good. We could have had Jonas breaking the man of jail. We don't know. We don't know. We never know. Uh, there, there's a thick idea. Nate is in no hurry to go rescue Nick. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. We can mention that because that's kind of wrong. I that's mean, Here's the thing, uh, speaking as a man, that his face was pressed in between the priorities, and that's the priorities. <laughs> I don't disagree. Yeah. Like, I don't disagree. I did it. 
I get it 100%. Oh my God. Look, look again, Maisie is gorgeous. And yeah, I get it. <laughs> She's like, we've been here an hour. And it's like, oh, has it? It's has fine. It really? and, and again, yeah. She's like, friends. well, we could be here for another few hours. They're oh, fine. God. You the British on. have slow bullets. They're gonna be <laughs> they have slow it's bullets. Not, it's like they have the AK forty-seven. At the oh wait, point. they actually do have. Oh, <laughs> the greatest wait. part is that you there's this like a fanfic or like a scene that you can picture where Nate's like, "Listen, I was gonna get here sooner, but I was pressed in." And Mick's like, "Let me stop you. I understand." <laughs> Mick is just like. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> you don't ever apologize I, for living. Don't apologize. <laughs> I would have done it too. Look, Mick already did that with Garima, so you know that. Mick got three. Yeah. <laughs> Mick understands. Mick's like, I win. Who Jim scored Parker. the most? I in win. I think Sarah, Sarah scores the most. Oh, Sarah scored the most. I feel like Barat. Oh wait, now Barat would have never met George Lucas, but that would have been really fun. Oh, Barat and George Lucas, that would have been fun. That would have been great. I mean, technically, oh, I guess he maybe wouldn't have been there. Oh, because right. Barat wouldn't have been there. No, season three. He would have been, been around for Woodstock, though. Barat would have been for around Woodstock. Woodstock. Barat. I would have liked Jimi Hendrix. Oh, yes. oh, but that's a wait, duo. Wait. Be meeting Freddie Mercury. I think Sarah scored the most. Then did John or Mick technically score more? Mick, actually, because I just recall three for John, weirdly. Well, it was Des. Des, Gary, and sorry. Sarah. Sarah, Sarah, so four. Oh, right. And then that random woman. The oh, that's right. Five. Talks. So he has uh, to be. Jeannie. That's yeah. right. Um, so, so, okay. Then it's John. John. And then. Which, which tracks? Because Sarah and John are just like, how many people have you been with? Gotcha. And then, like, <laughs> I feel like third place. Is actually Ray weirdly? Ray Ray clean. Well, Ray had once Felicity. I can't believe we're doing the body count. I think Mick has a higher body count than Ray. Oh, you're right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's so. I'm glad we sorted this out. Thank you for all for being here. We do know know season three confirmation that Jack's got something. Good for him. um, In very last place, sadly, Gary. Tech, Gary technically what kind of has two. two. One. But if we can't count one and a because, half. Because one and a half. saying he was a virgin actor, so. Yeah, yeah. but he was a half virgin. Something was, happened between them. Something so. happened. We know this. I they was half a virgin him. before I met him. <laughs> they reconned him. They totally did retcon that. They reconned that. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Room where yeah, because we right. talked about Mick and Amaya. Okay, cool. So now we're that was another <laughs> one. Again. That was another one. I <laughs> love it. <laughs> Mick and Amaya. Yep, that's who it was. No, <laughs> that's 
fanfic exists. I know it's out there. I haven't read it, but I know it's there. I think Kate is writing it as we speak. <laughs> Jokes on you, I'm writing Bad Batch fanfic. <laughs> it can be both. <laughs> oh my god, that's a crossover. Put it in the notes. Oh my um, no, technique supervision on the wave rider. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my god, that man. <laughs> Then that, that mean that man needs supervision. They'll leave without him because they don't realize he's not there. We oh, forgot God. Charlie. We forgot Tech. Oh, you know what? We, for, we forgot Echo. Bold of you to assume they could start the ship without you know Tech. What I'm thinking that that uh, that they missed out on because we always had like um like Zari meeting Zari, like Charlie meeting Amaya, and then John meeting um Gwen. So we're back in the weapons room. Jax has turned the auxiliary power on because he's the man with the plan. Love and, that for him. But Rip is there to be evil and says, your, uh, your old captain recruited rejects to save his dead family. Which he, thought he was so mean to himself. That's some self-hate there, Rip. What is Rip but self-hating? <laughs> That man's There's never man. loved himself We're once. Also missing the the little guy in the uh, air ducts. Find oh, that that's after this scene. Oh yeah. my god, the rat! Yeah, the rat with honey eye shrunk the kid. <laughs> this is important. Ray is humming while he's shrunken down, and he's humming their theme song. He is humming the legend theme song. He's like, hmm. I love the little meta funny. moments we get. But like it's... honestly, is is the rat like the boulder in like Indiana Jones? <laughs> yes, it, it's very on Honey I Shrunk the Kids. It is. It's I... it's the it's the Zilla Beast. <laughs> I gotta is. say the the Rip monologue is one of my all time favorites because he's just like. You can see the difference in him where he's like, we have to protect history. He's like, history doesn't matter. History doesn't matter. What are you talking about? I like, like Unhinged Rip. Unhinged Rip is so though, funny. He's more like his goal is still the same. Like, he's still doing this to save his family, but like, he's like, now, what cost? The cost doesn't matter. Like, I'm going to do anything, but which is in awesome. His head, in his head, he's kind of right, though. History for him, saving history for him doesn't matter. At the end of the day, Vandal Savage still kills his family. Yeah. Thank goodness they never brought Savage into the Leash of Doom because then you would have oh. had an absolute little. Wait, we missed, little no, wait. Fight. We missed out on that one because then Casper could have had some fun and it would have been fun. See, yeah. but then I think it would have been funnier. Okay. But but then consider they accidentally switch brain chips and now Van- Rip's brain is in Vandal Savage's body and oh, Vandal's God. brain oh, is in Rip's no. body. No, <laughs> and then it's just Damien. It's just Malcolm. It's Aobard Thawne holding both empty chips and saying, "You put whose brain where?" <laughs> Malcolm Merlin's like, "I thought Damien put them in." <laughs> I, thought, I thought Damien. Damien was the one who was supposed to give me the right chips. And I handed you the right chips. You know what? Damien would have switched it on purpose. Let's not lie. He would have. Because he's like, well, I want to see. The one who was crying at uh, the uh, Firestorm swap. (laughs) Yeah. Or who will. Who will cry over it. So we get to 
the tragic moment of Rip standing over Sarah as she's dying. Again. But also we have well, the ultimatum. Let, let's just put this, the surgery was a success. And yeah. like, Martin's over there kind of caressing her like a, a father to a daughter, which is sweet. He goes, what a tender moment. And he goes, he goes knock so Martin evil. over the head. I know. To knock Martin over the head. And then, like, choke Sarah. But also, this is also when Jax offers, says, I'll tell you where the spear is. Just leave, please. Don't kill her. Don't kill her. And Jax tells him. Because he's so desperate. Because you have the person who, the, he, he is, you have Martin, who we literally need, he, he needs, Mar- he also needs Martin, too, to just stay alive. We saw what happened when one part of Firestorm dies. And you have Sarah, his friend, his pseudo-older sister, uh-huh. the captain. And he's at a crossroads. He He's thinking of the safety of the team over the safety of time. He's prioritizing people over history which i which i respect absolutely mm-hmm. that's a different so, choice yeah so he, yeah this is great arthur darvel acting here so that man yes. can act when he oh when yes. he wants to because it's just in his face and you can see this like slight internal struggle of the real rip in there but it's not enough because Jax tries to say but rip it's it's sarah it's Sarah, and he looks at her and says, "You say that name as if she's, she's supposed, supposed to matter, matter to me, but she that doesn't." It's such a good line. It is such a good. And it's then so he, good. And then he chokes her to death, and that's when I went, "Oh my god, they killed Sarah again." This was devastating. Snap. Yeah. Ugh. And Jax I mean, is. It is devastating, crying. but then you realize they're not going to kill her off. I mean, I. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, okay, are they really gonna kill Sarah off? Because I mean, you killed Carter off. You yeah, killed but Carter Leonard off. Nobody cared about Carter. <laughs> to be fair, I mean, that was the, it. Was only the second episode. How the heck were we supposed to know we weren't gonna end up giving the crap about him? Hundredth yeah. episode. See, that's also, the Carter. Also, I also, Hawk. The, that awkward short for quarantine that like entirely that was great that was more character development for hawkman than we ever got on the show look look the best hawkman again is like black adam hawkman still got to see that mm, it's so good i mean aldous hodge has so much charisma age of the geek mm-hmm. so as rip leaves after killing sarah jack ends up telling stein um, do whatever you can to save her. I have to go and kill Rip. <laughs> and I know our Nate here was going, yeah. 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 You do know it. what? What do got it. me though, what do got it. me was Martin waking up and Jack just like having his arms around uh, his legs. And as he's in the corner and he's like, he killed her anyway. Yeah. I told her. And that this oh, was. That, that got me so much. This was terrible for his first yeah. stint as leader. And so he goes, this is, and he said, I, I did a bad job as captain. And, and Martin here was actually, you know, not being Martin for once. And he's like, no, you, you were 
do you did the best that you could kind of thing i was like Mm -hmm. and martin finally and then we have just a quick scene of tiny ray evading the rat and managing to get the power or restore the science he wasn't he wasn't captain the varsity high the varsity diving team for nothing. Yeah, we Course ripped in diving. Yeah. Ray. 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 Oh. Your t- it's your turn. It's your turn. My own Freudian slip. Imagine if Rip did some diving. Okay. I mean, who's to say he hasn't? Amazing. Yeah, they got pools at the vanishing point. Managing points got stuff we don't even know about. Like I, I do- mean, I would think they teach a time master how to swim. Yeah, but this is like the first time we learned that Ray was on the swim team. Like it's so weird. For some reason, looks- I never remembered Ray doing sports. He looks like a guy who'd be on the swim team. Oh yeah, for sure. But that like, felt like a dig. That's not. No, I it's mean- not a dig. It's not a dig at all. It's, look, I mean- look. Look, my brother did some team. Can we just Arrow, admit- Arrow Ray, it makes total sense for Look, look. Oh, yes, absolutely. Steve from Stranger Things was in on the swimming team, and we know how awesome Steve is, so it's okay. And then Dawn <laughs> is happening. George is on the gallows. He's <laughs> asked if he has any final words. I've learned a new one from my private. Kaboom. <laughs> this is Iconic. And then Mick is just going for it. Going for it. The Mick and Washington back-to-back fight was... Are we doing a Mr. and Mrs. Smith right now? (laughs) Yes. Again, there was so much... I don't know who this actor was, but there was so much chemistry between him and Dom. It was well done. Yeah, that that actor was so good. Um, Nate and Maya... I remember this time. Show Nate and Amaya. <laughs> sorry, sh- sorry, steal Nate and Amaya. They come in and they, <laughs> participate, they participate in the ass kickery for a little bit. And then George says, All right, let's bail. Let's rock and roll. He does the dad leaving the restaurant. Because, you know, I'm, what happened to being a gentleman? I'm American. Well, they're, and then they're making their way back. Jax is on Jax is pissed and I don't blame him oh this scene he stops Rip and tells him Sarah wasn't supposed to die the fact that he has that gun trained and Rip is like saying you're not gonna do it I there you're weak and you're not gonna do it and this absolute banger of a line Arthur delivers so well. History is war and slavery and holding a dead son in your arms. Oh, so good. It's like, that is just like, that's pure Rip Hunter. Like, I would believe Rip Hunter is a real person. Just hearing that because it is slivered with so much raw emotion. Mm-hmm. Because really, when you think about it, that's what a lot of history is, essentially boiling down to. I mean, yeah, we have great advancements like the industrial, we have advancements like the Industrial Revolution, um, 
women's the women women's rights. I'm trying to think of other space race, but then we have times of conflict, and when we see the worst of humanity coming out, and how much death results from it. I mean, you could think of any historical event that's ended in tragedy and how what the effects it has. And Rip just and Arthur just nailed that perfectly with Rip. Absolutely. Such a good line. It's such a heavy line, but I, I I love those. Those are there's those moments where like, and it was early Legends too, so they're mm-hmm. like, in in later seasons when shit is just bananas, and then you get the, mm-hmm. those moments it's you're like bananas. whoa, and so this one is just like, oh, because it's like, it's the driving motivation of his character, but like he's just done all these horrible horrible things. Mm-hmm. And then he's talking about how horrible things are, how horrible things are. It's a Rip who's given up on trying to save. And even like what he s- says to Jax here, not just saying like you're weak, like your old captain, he does the boss move of saying, let me make this easy for you. And just <laughs> stands there with his arms extended, his chest out. Ooh. So good. And then he's it's ready. Great. And then like Sarah comes. Yeah. They've gotten the life support back on the ship. Gideon has brought her back. And she's like, You're you can't do this. And he goes, Why are you trying to save him? And she goes, I'm not trying to save him. I'm trying to save you. Because she knows what it is to kill somebody. And she doesn't want Jack to feel the same thing. Exactly. She's mm-hmm. seen Jax's face at a crossroads right now. He can become a killer. And I think she can see if he does this, he's going to go down the same road that she's gone down. Admittedly, not like assassin and everything, but he's going to fall into that. Like he, like he, Jax is probably one of the most, the least corrupted member of the team, I would argue. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, I mean, not everyone is perfect. Not saying like anyone is like Mr. Morality or Captain Morality or anything, but he's he has the strongest set of morals. He focuses most on helping people, and she wants she doesn't want to lose that part of him. She doesn't want him to have that knowledge of taking another person's life. And, and her line is, "Do you, it's Christmas, and it's and about remembering very- to be our best selves." Kind of reminds me of that one um, episode of Doctor Who when Twelve regenerates, and how it just like focuses on um, the stop when they stop fighting in World War One on Christmas Day. It just kind of reminded me of that in that brief little moment there. I love Absolutely. that story. I love that story with World War One where they stop and they just play football for all of Christmas and they don't fight. Mm-hmm. And it's a really cool history note that people don't know about mm-hmm. yeah and rip ends up leaving the scene because jacks puts the gun down and listens to her and rip goes well the british are coming <laughs> his little evil lion to send us off and he falls into the ranks of the troops Ugh. which is just it kind of it's kind of another part of like rip is losing himself and who he has been He's not the legend anymore. He's just 
he's falling into history. He's falling out of touch with them. And and even though we don't see the legend of, you know, the Legion of Doom, you know somewhere Eobar's like, excellent. I this plan wow. is working. He's doing his Mr. Burns laugh. <laughs> excellent. Oh my god, um, that means Rip is Smithers, right? Well, I think they switch off being Smithers. <laughs> that is true. I do like that we end with Nick and we can we wrap up with George Washington with Nick and George being Georgie. Yeah, Georgie, yep, being best pals. Nick has some thoughts on the criminal justice system. <laughs> so that sad. was great. Let us start with a crowd. What? I am sad he got interrupted because you know he would have changed the whole criminal justice. Can you imagine? <laughs> Ava's kicking down the door. What did you do? I love the idea that Mick, something Mick has done in this Revolutionary War period, Leonard <laughs> Snart somewhere, robbed a bank, opens up, and the cash has Mick's face on it, but he's just on the $50 bill. He's like, yeah. huh? Just imagine, the, hey, Mick, is, there, is it weird they look like the guy in the $1 bill? Eh, sure. And then, Mick, oh, crap. <laughs> you find out the love letter was actually a battle strategy that he wa- that George wanted to keep out of the British's hands, so he's got some brains going on up there. Fighting like an I- American. He says that Mick is the best of the future of America. <laughs> Just honestly, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Nick Rory embodiment of America. <laughs> it's true. I don't know what else they want us to argue with. <laughs> yes. Equally funny because Dom's Australia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's really <laughs> funny. And it gets funnier because, like, okay, that's high praise. No, George took it a step further. Yeah, because Mick says, Georgie, been a pleasure. And they go for the handshake and they go, ah, and then they hug each other. That was great. Yeah. That was I so good. Mick definitely wants Washington. But... He, w- he wants Washington on his side. Uh-huh. And then, like, I love cut to Sarah going, everything well, cool I with the American Revolution? Well, it's fine, except there's now a um, statue of Mick <laughs> that resembles Mick somewhere. George that. had a statue built of the man he loved. They, they should have kept that gag. We should have gone back to DC for a Time Bureau episode, and it's just there in the background. They don't have to acknowledge it. It's just there. I just have this image of Ava and Gary just looking at the statue after me, the legends like, like Rory to you you know I see it now (laughs) they just ask Rip about it Rip's like I don't want to talk about that (laughs) that's not fine I feel like when he took over the time bureau he did what he did with Sarah's uh, where he found Sarah and he had certain codes that you couldn't find out that he did this and there's a really nice scene of Sarah and Jax to round out where Jax says, I'm done being captain for a while. Like, how do you make the right choice when there isn't one? And Sarah says, 
you remember the mission, what you're fighting for, and you hold on to your humanity, surrounding yourself with people that help you remember that. And he goes, but, but, but he goes, and he's still down on himself because he's like, I, they still got piece of the spear. But they're all together. Mm -hmm. I do like the advice Sarah gives that you remember your mission, what you're fighting for, and your humanity. That's so good. It's great. That was a good pearl of wisdom from Sarah Lance. And then we cut to Christmas slash holiday. Where there's no menorah anywhere. (laughs) They do say happy holidays. But but like that's about it. You have the Jewish man and you do not have a menorah anywhere. I question like how is how closely Martin follows um, the Jewish I don't think he's well he's wearing that fabulous uh, Hanukkah that's true. It uh, does have that. Sweater, that, that God of War. So, um, yeah. That was great. I do. I love that they acknowledge that Nick is a forefather now. I'm your forefather now. That was great. <laughs> I feel like he, he brings that up every so often. Like when there's a fight. Remember, kids. I'm your forefather. Goes, I hope he, Mick he, is he on like to... I hope Mick is on like a coin that doesn't exist anymore, like a seven <laughs> cent coin. He's like he totally like, is. Oh, definitely. Like George probably wants like a two cent coin for Mick. That would have been a funny mention of like, hey, somebody going, Hey, I just saw Hamilton and now there's a whole song for Mick Rory. <laughs> Rory's in Hamilton. Or in 17th. I just want oh man, that would be Rory so on your fun. side. <laughs> he's also into seven he's in seventeen seventy six. He's in both. Oh, seventeen seventy six, that's a good one. He's in a schoolhouse rock cartoon. <laughs> he's in Liberty's Kids. Anyone any yeah, Liberty's Kids fans Liberty, in the audience? Yes, he's definitely there's a whole episode about him and Liberty's Kids. There's a whole new book. They had they had to PG it up big time. There's a book. <laughs> There's a book and a series about like this soldier that came in and then disappeared into nowhere. Oh my gosh, yes. There's some historian that's dedicated his life to trying to find out who this man is. Ryan and Shane have done an episode on him. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually why Nate became a deductive historian. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Yes! Brilliant! I accept that headcanon. Not, not, not for his love of history. He just thought that the guy was hot. I support valid. that. Valid, hundred percent valid. Like, who, who do we base this man off of? Seeing that statue in DC is like, who do we base this off? Who are you? <laughs> who was that man? <laughs> Someone finds a Milky Way rap- rapper from 1776. <laughs> <laughs> There's some like historian conspiracy theorists talking about how this guy was also responsible for the burning of the Capitol. Yes. Oh, yes. gosh. Yes. Oh, gosh. That would have been how such this a great... man was seen in Chicago. This man that... was a double agent. He was an agent of the Greys for, <laughs> who helped form America so that we could He's... then harvest they... and prepare us. He's Cooper. 
Wait, you're oh, so God. right because Mick is connected to the aliens. What though? Oh, no, boy. he sure is aliens. connected to them. No, he sure uh, is. <laughs> they, that is incorrect. Leonard Snart is DB Cooper, not Mick. That's. True. I would pull said, that. Oh no, he's uh, what's what's the name of the guy? Injured Cold. I that would have been such a great like one-off joke in season three of Ava listing off these are the bad things you did, and she just says like, and what about an eighteen twelve? We just get like a five-second flashback to Mick setting the White House on fire. Cut back to <laughs> present day, and Mick goes, "Oh, James was a punk." <laughs> no, Jamie was a punk. He's on first name basis with all the presidents. <laughs> Mick Rory has it met. It's like how um, Dolly Madison knew all of the presidents up to like the, the I think the 18th one. Mick knows yeah. every single one. <laughs> That's why we couldn't see Ronald Reagan. We just stole his jelly beans. Exactly. Uh, but now, okay, like I'm vaguely reminded of uh, the one good thing the Loki show did was the D.B. Cooper bit. That was great. That should have been the whole show was more stupid time. That travel. was so good. I love that D.B. Cooper bit. Oh, the, no, the best D.B. Cooper bit was for at Leverage. Leverage did a good D.B. Well, Cooper. That Leverage one is Prison, Break also, Prison Break also did D.B. Cooper really I feel well. Like, I'm surprised Legends never did D.B. Cooper, actually. Other note in the scene that is important to me is saying, Sarah, could you carve this turkey for us? And Sarah says, well, Legion, the League of Assassins didn't cover poultry, but I can do it. Just stabs it. Stabs that really hard. <laughs> Literally. like. Also, this is where Ray gives Nick a rat who yeah. is similar to Chris and Axel. 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 Axel the rat. That I was love, so sad in season three. I, I love Axel. They did Axel dirty. They tried right. to make that season three seem like funny. That was the saddest thing. That was so sad. What happens to Axel? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Nate, you're not allowed to watch other Out Legends episodes. Well, to, we'll bring you back for the Axel episodes. So <laughs> don't could... do that to him. No, don't do it. Just pulling me out of my dark little cave and it's like, hey, we're going to show you the shadows about what happens to this rat now. I'll put it this way. You see an Umbara, that's worse than the rat. I have seen Umbara, yeah. Yeah, you have. War crimes and then, arc. Like, and then, um, then he, uh, Ray was like, I have something for you too, Jax. And he's like, is it a rat? I don't want a rat. I if, it's want a, a- if it's a mouse, then I'm good, homie. <laughs> I love him. I wonder what it was though, but um, yeah, uh, Steel Nate is over by the Christmas tree, and he's like, "Yeah, hey, is there?" And I have something for you. And she goes, "Well, I thought this was a casual thing." Her, by the way, honestly, uh, that was so iconic of her saying, "Yeah, don't you want a casual thing?" <laughs> and look, I feel like Nate is the type of guy. I feel like Steel Nate is the kind of guy that says, yeah, I want something. This is going to be casual, but he's big, dumb, and falls in love literally every single time. <laughs> That's a himbo, Mary. Yeah, he and he himbo. is a himbo. He's a himbo. But like, the he ultimate goes, himbo. Yeah. And then he <laughs> goes, I got you something. And she opens it, and it's the ruby slippers from Wizard of Oz. Which was really cute. Those are cute. 
He robbed the Smithsonian. Oh, he probably had Gideon make up a. He, no, he says no, Gideon. Yeah, 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 yeah I, I know. I just, I'm just messing. Or is that Kate? If it was a Mayan mix, I know there were like 17 of them. There were so yeah. I, uh, I, 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 Vixen wave. <laughs> Vixen wave. Vixen wave. If it Vixen, was Mixon, was what I was thinking Vixen, If it was Mixon, Mick would have stolen them. But wait, it's Nate, wait, so that's them. where that missing pair would have went because remember one pair did go missing for a while. <gasps> oh, oh my! And, and oh my! Mick in the corner just saw Nate give her the shoes and just like quickly threw his in the trash. Just like nope, nope, nope. <laughs> 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 give, her, give her a choice. Can't give her a choice. Nope. Nobody no. wants these things anyway. They just they're digging. They're doing an archaeological dig. <laughs> And he gives them to Sarah. And they find the Ruby Stars. <laughs> like, huh? What are these doing in 1776? They didn't have this material yet. But it, I like the ending of this, that they decide they're going to celebrate. Well, aside from the saying, okay, we're going to celebrate America. I was like, okay, great, sure. But they'll save Rip. They'll get back the spear pieces. And nobody fights like family. That's such a great ending. Mm-hmm. And just the ending of this episode makes you feel this is the oh. show. This yes. is why Legends is good. There's it, the ending, the last like three minutes has this quintessential Legends feeling. That is it. their first like holiday dinner together. Perfect. Because then they have it afterwards, like a couple times after that. But that's their first one. All in all, found family. Found family. Great episode. Yep. Fantastic. Anyone have any other like spare notes from this episode they didn't bring up or things they want to mention that they didn't have time to mention? I mean, we already said it, but Arthur's acting in this episode is some of his all-time best. Yeah, top notch. I mean, for you to go from being Phil from one episode from one episode to being Phil to evil Rip in another, mm-hmm. I mean, this was like showcasing what Arthur could do this season. It was amazing. Range. Hmm? She has the range. I mean, Nate, yeah, hmm? I wanted to ask your opinions on this, and I interrupted you. If, <laughs> it's, the fir- if it's the first episode in which they have that quintessential legends moment and the found family energy. And it's an episode where Rip isn't with them. I feel like my point's made. Well, technically, oh no, I was going to say out of time, but Rip is also gone in that episode. Uh, yes. Rip, yeah, didn't Rip, Rip target manager confirmed. Uh, <laughs> yes. I have Listen. to say, all their holiday um, scenes did not have Rip. Listen, Rip said, if I can't have my family, nobody can. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If I don't have my family for Christmas, nobody gets Christmas. Rip is And we're canceling Christmas. Oh, that's such a good scene in Robin Hood. <laughs> oh my God, Rip's just like the sheriff of Nottingham in this, isn't he? Yeah. He really is. Good for him. This is like, his Richard Armitage Robin Hood era. Oh. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I didn't see anything different about his <laughs> behavior. I didn't know he was mind controlled. 
I like got the impression from like his talk about what war was and the spear that this was like, I like this was his new way of getting the family back. Like the legends had tried via defeating Savage and they had failed and served their purpose. So he had discarded them and moved on to a, what he considered to be a new and better plan. Yeah. This is not, this is not the fast and furious kind of family. He wasn't here (laughs) for when Rip and George Lucas were being roommates. Rip Hunter, terrible British trench coat man. And they were roommates. They were roommates and they were Mm -hmm. creating star Wars. Which character is Phil in star Wars? We talked about this. Oh, wait, you had the answer, and then I forgot what it was. I don't know the answer. Oh, right, it was Biggs. <laughs> we just say that if George oh, Lucas yeah, it was, yeah, he was Luke Biggs. self-insert, then, then Rip is Biggs, because he also disappears. <laughs> so I think it's time for some good old um, episode rankings, as is our tradition at the end of each ah, episode. Yes. I'm going to go with our special guests first, who don't have as many episodes to rank but go ahead and give your final thoughts on the episode if it's a favorite of yours just final thoughts definitely from season two because rip is one of my favorite early legends and i really love i love evil rip because as nate it's everything that nate has been saying (laughs) it's just like hits home and it's like yeah this is why i love it it's like there's not a whole lot about Evil Rip that's different. It's just that like thin, very, very thin moral line that like Rip toes all the time. And now he's just like, nope, I'm stepping over it. And it's like, sure, the Legion programmed it and tweaked some stuff is what is said. But I'm gonna I'm gonna headcanon that really they just they just turned Rip up to an eleven on the the worst which is some of the best of him it's like the simpsons treehouse of horror where they go hey your doll here it has his flip switch to evil you gotta switch it to good that's just what they did in the legion of doom yep and nate what are your thoughts this is your third legends episode uh, as a reminder your other episodes have been left behind and the magnificent eight and last that was left behind. As I recall, I ranked Magnificent Eight above uh, Lazarus Piss. <laughs> um, I think of the three I've seen, I'm going to put this one at the top because I think all of the traits that make Rip so aggravating to me <laughs> as a protagonist make him very well suited to be a villain. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yes! I, so yeah, I'd say the top out of the three and probably if I was going to do a numeric thing, probably eight out of 10. Okay. So yeah. Uh, So turncoat takes over as much as I love Legion of doom. So it's uh, turncoat Legion of doom and then probably Chicago way. And then we go into, what do you think? Uh, This is tricky because it's such a good episode. I am going to actually change it up. I have, I'm going to put my first is Legion of Doom. My second is Raiders of the Lost Art. My third is going to be this episode. I like it. I'm changing. I'm, I'm flipping the script. I'm going to change it up a little bit. And I think for me, I'm going to echo 
kind of just sort of eat it in a way of I I put this one above Legion of Doom for me. Um, I remember very distinctly watching this episode as it was happening. And I feel like this is when the first, we've talked about how the first half of season two can be kind of shaky. There's a couple of weird choices made at the beginning, but this is after a series of very strong episodes, feels like we've got our found family vibe and we're ready to go into more chaos as we continue. There's some chaos about to yeah, happen. Yeah, it's, it's, it's coming. <laughs> and again, that that order might be shaken up again. So, so. Mm. That's how good the second half of the season two is. Absolutely. And Kate... What episode is up next after this great episode? Because we don't really have a stinger of teasing where we're going next. We have Camelot 3000, if I remember correctly, right? Yes. Yeah. Which takes place over two different time periods, the far, far future of 3000 and Camelot. It's a silly place. Model. Which, uh, Sir, Sir Ray of the Palm. Sir Raymond of the Palms. Sir Raymond of the Palms. Sarah Lancelot. So we get some more news about what happened to the JSA. Oh, mm-hmm. yep. And then, like, as you said, Camelot is a very, very silly place. Let's not go there. Let's not go there. And we want to say again on this episode, thank you so much to our special guests, James and Nate, for joining us. This was such a fun episode to record and talk about. I'm so glad that you guys could be here to share with us. It's been a lovely treat. Yeah, thank you for having us. We'll be sure to have you both back in the future. You guys want to come back for certain episodes. Absolutely. We we definitely are going to have James back when um, John pops up. Oh, Oh, yeah. Important. I'll I'll keep I'll keep the the devil on taunts. Yeah, because like he knows time. he knows all the Constantine lore. We need him. <laughs> Good. Yes. Yeah. I I am burdened with John knowledge. We, we want the knowledge. We want it. Not we need the knowledge. And we want to bring Nate back for something with an equally confusing. Um. So we have a few episodes in mind. Just something that will leave me absolutely lost and befuddled. We'll bring you back to the nipple. <laughs> oh, shoot. Sure. Yes. 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 Should we bring him for Freak Show? That is confusing, too. I like Freak Show. That could be fun. We know we're having wait, you for Doom World. Wait, Legends of mm. Meow Meow. Legends of Meow Meow. Doom World. Just like Doom Dawn World. Full panel for that one. And handing him a Mountain Dew and showing him a, a 3D movie. <laughs> <laughs> Randall Savage, is that you? <laughs> the the image not, of do not give Vandal Savage the Mountain Dew. The idea of Vandal Savage having like a stupid goblet, but it's Mountain Dew, is very funny. To um, me. that was an um angel actually. <laughs> oh, everyone like, thinks it's blood. They, no, no, they were saying like the Shanshu was in the stupid cup, and Spike and Angel were fighting over it, and it was literally Mountain Dew. So yeah. Oh. They're all thinking Vandal Savage is drinking more Carter blood. It's just Mountain Dew Code Red. <laughs> <laughs> mm, red 40. Secret, the secret to uh, immortality, Mountain Dew Code Red. <laughs> that should have been it. That should have hey, been it. Hey. Today's sponsor. No, I'm just kidding. 
It's either that or high C fruit punch. Please go to your local grocery store. You get a free case of Mountain Dew Code Red on us. Don't ask anyone. Hey, no. Giant, giant I'm talking the, to you right it's now. It's the five store, finger discount. We're, no, we're not promoting the five finger discount. <laughs> you you have to let her snart it. Sorry. <laughs> the let her snart discount. Or is blood like, you know, like, um, those things that you had that like you add flavoring to drinks is that is that like he has crystal a little bit of light. blood and he has a crystal light so Carter like, light and he just squeezes it Carter light Carter light Carter light <laughs> just like a little plastic bottle shaped like That's a guy with wings new. he just like unscrews the head cap and just we have to remember Carter light that's on par with Lazarus piss hold well on it's going in the oh, notes. What do you think happened to Savage's brain when he tried carbonated beverages for the first time after thousands and thousands of years? <laughs> I think he's like, yeah. <laughs> this is what it's all about. I would like to see Vandal Sh- Savage on a sugar rush. I just finished, this is kind of related, I just finished a comic where he blows up the moon for unspecified reasons. <laughs> Why but, is this dumbass blowing up the moon? I don't know. <laughs> it was important. For some I, reason, well, I assume for less. Yeah. Well, as I established, I read the Time Masters comics that Rip is in when he's fighting Vandal Savage. He does tell a sixteen-year-old to walk into traffic. So, Rip <laughs> so that Savage. Cool. Rip. That <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. Oh my god! Don't let. Oh my god! That sounds Sam like a character s- for him. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, it's very. Gaslight gatekeep survivor's guilt. <laughs> oh my goodness. Gaslight gatekeep guilt trip. <laughs> so again, thank you all to our special guests and to all of our listeners out there for staying with us for another episode of the Legends of Next Week. As a reminder, you can follow us on Twitter at Week Legends. You can follow us on Instagram at Legends of Next Week, or you can always email us at Legends of Next Week at gmail.com. You have any questions? That's gonna do it for us this week. So I'm your host, Mary. I'm Eden. And I'm Kate. Special guests you can sign up to. I'm Nathan. And I'm James. And we will see you all another week. Bye. 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 Bye.